Hey, hey, any youth leaders out there? Serving with youth in the church is probably one of the most enjoyable callings, but it brings with it a lot of responsibility. How do we effectively lead this rising generation? Well, I have good news for you. Leading Saints has organized the Young Saints Virtual Library, where we have 20 plus hours of presentations all about how to lead youth. We cover topics like how to help youth transition into adulthood, how to help them avoid loneliness, how to handle smartphones in class, and we even go over scientific data about how Latter-day Saint youth differ from other youth. If you'd like to review the Young Saints Library at no cost for 14 days, simply go to leadingsaints.org 14. That's leadingsaints.org 14. While you're at it, we'll give you access to all of our virtual libraries that cover several leadership related topics. So click the link in the show notes or simply visit leadingsaints.org 14. Today, I find myself in St. George, Utah, in the stake president's office. I, I don't know how I got here, but I'm here. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm not in trouble. But the, the stake president's office of the Little Valley Stake, and uh, I have a team in front of me. That's uh, We're going to explore an idea and approach that they took here. Let's uh, just do some introductions. Steve? Sure. I'm uh, Steve Chase. I'm one of the uh, counselors in the Young Men's Presidency of the Stake. Is that, are you on the high council or is Correct. this? Correct. Yes. Okay. Yep. Great. How long have you been in the stake? Or in this area? Uh, well, so in the area since 2005, approximately 2015 in this state. Awesome. Lucy, you next. Introduce yourself. My name is Lucy Hansen. I was on the council that chose or... On the youth council? Plan, yeah, on the yeah. youth council that was able to plan state conference this year. And what uh, year in school are you? Um, I am a sophomore, so I'll graduate in 2024. Awesome. Ashley? I'm Ashley Bundy. I'm the state young women's president, and I've just been in a little over a year. Nice. Is this your first go at uh, this this type of calling, or were you yes. ward, ward <laughs> young women's president? Or I've never been ward, the president. I've served in young women's oh, cool. and primary and all that, but first go at president for sure. Awesome. <laughs> Brad, my name's Brad Simister. I'm the second counselor in the stake presidency. Our family's been here since about 2006. Uh, we've been serving as a stake presidency for six years now. Nice. Great. Awesome. And uh, President Thompson, right? He is in the room, but uh, he may chime in if, if he if feels so inclined. <laughs> he, talks, he talks in a mic enough, right? <laughs> so awesome. So uh, where does this uh, story begin uh, with, Brad, do you want to introduce us to sort of what, what happened and what led to this, uh, what we're going to talk about? You bet. So typically as we prepare state conference as a state presidency, we sit down Oh, typically two to three months out and we start to um, think about ideas and thoughts of what we should plan and prepare for. And it must have been eight to 10 weeks out before state conference. We were meeting with the youth committee and President Thompson and President, you can correct me, but he he felt and had an idea that our stake youth committee should plan and prepare our state conference. Nice. And so he, he stepped, we meet in the high council room. He opened the door, he walked in and said, hey guys, I'd like to invite you all to 
plan and prepare our state conference. And everyone went kind of quiet and awkward because <laughs> they didn't imagine, know what he yeah. was talking about and they didn't really <laughs> understand. I think everybody thought they were going to be speaking for state conference and everyone was a little nervous about that. Um, and he said, you, you figure out one, what do you want to hear about and what do you want us to tell your parents? And, and you can plan the music, the prayers, everything about state conference. And then he said, thanks so much. Any questions? Everyone was kind of awkwardly silent, didn't know what to think. The youth, especially, <laughs> I think all of us. And, and then he left. And then occasionally we sat there and we sat down and started trying to formulate game plans and some ideas and thoughts. And it took a few sessions, I think, before we got everyone to loosen up and talk about it. Yeah. What, what do you remember, Lucy, from that experience? Were you nervous that you were going to be speaking in a state conference or something? <laughs> um, I didn't really feel like I was going to be speaking, but um, I just realized that we had control over who's speaking and what they're speaking about and what we want to hear and what we want our parents to know or like that can help us as youth. Yeah. So was there anything that came to mind? I mean, immediately? I mean, what are you going to do with, with state conference? Did any initial ideas come immediately or was it a long go? They kind of took like a while, just like hearing from everyone else and what they wanted to hear. I was like, oh, yeah, like that would be really nice to hear. Or I just feel like um, us choosing the topics, we were able to engage more in state conference because um, we know we want to listen to it and we want to learn from it. Mm -hmm. So we were able to take more out of state conference. That's cool. That's cool. Um, what were you thinking as maybe youth leaders in the stake? Uh, was it daunting or, or what do you think, Ashley? Well, at first it was just kind of getting them to actually talk. Um, we know that, we know they, that yeah, they were just kind of like, eh. but then we actually had a meeting one time. It just happened that um, President Simster wasn't there. No, none of the, you know, this actual state presidency were there. And I just really got them to open up. And I was actually quite shocked at the things that they said that they wanted to hear about. They, they really wanted to um, talk about anxiety, depression, um, ADHD, they were interested in um, learning more about the second coming. Oh, really? Wow. And um, yeah, just really enlightening. Like we just had a really casual, I think they all let their guard down and just really talked about just things that they were experiencing in their lives. And and it was really eye-opening for me to kind of see where they were coming from, you know? Yeah. So then, then when we asked them to um, give ideas for who they would like to speak, a lot of them... I would say almost all of them offered, it was, I, I loved that they offered their own young women's either leaders or their young women president or like a bishop or someone that they thought was great that they would love to hear from, which they hear from them often, I would assume. But it made me feel like they had a connection with some of their leaders, that they were doing something right, you mm. know? And in fact, one girl even offered her young woman president to talk to us all about like connecting with teenagers because she felt like she was so good at that. She was one that was like, send me a picture of you in your prom dress. I want to see you, you know, things like that. And it just warmed my heart to think that these women were making such an impact on the youth's life and yeah, things like that. So, yeah. Steve, anything come to mind as far as this initial s step? Um, no, I would agree. I think early on, uh, as as President Simister said, there was a lot of silence and uh, I guess questioning exactly what was going to be asked of them. Uh, I think... Throughout the different meetings we had, I would I would agree that the the hardest part sometimes was getting the youth to engage or speak. Um, I actually was not 
at that successful meeting you had. Yeah. But it sounds like it was interesting. Maybe fewer leaders being there might have helped anyway. Uh, but yeah, getting the, the youth to engage. And I, I think Lucy was maybe an exception to that. You were uh, one of the ones that were, you know, more open to give opinions and thoughts, which was, was so helpful. But that's a challenge, I think, for uh, adult uh, leaders to kind of pry thoughts and things out of our youth. And I don't know exactly why that is, if they're and maybe maybe you can comment on that, Lucy. Of, you know, are they afraid to share ideas? We think we're gonna, you know, knock them down or shoot them down. I, I don't mm. exactly know why, but um, but then when they finally do offer, um, you know, their opinions or thoughts, uh, I think the spirits behind that, of course, and kind of guides, uh, obviously guided where we went. Yeah, that's awesome. Is President Simister, I'm curious. Like, obviously, you know, President Thompson comes in and, and lays us out and walks away. Did, did you? maybe give more structure or understanding of like the different meetings involved and what, you know, how much time they had and what they really did need to fill or. Exactly. So interestingly enough, we had our FSY kickoff weekend as well, the same weekend. So oh, okay. we were planning. Same weekend as state conference. State conference. Oh, so wow. we were planning kind of an FSY day plus a dance. So we started off, we laid out the schedule. We started with a steak breakfast and the youth had a, um, kind of an afternoon where we had a speaker and some lunch together and some activities. Then we planned the evening session and then we had a dance and then got up with the leadership and uh, in the morning and then on to the, so we set out the structure of the weekend and then we just started talking about it little by little. Nice. Uh, one thing, one great principle is President Thompson, you know, I assume some, they, they felt like they had this idea, we should run with it. Uh, he never came in and dominated any situation. He completely just came to me every once in a while and said, How, how's everything going? And I'm sure as a stake president wondering how state conference going, there was a little anxiety for him. <laughs> I hope but, I don't have two hours that I have yeah. to fill, right? <laughs> but, uh, but honestly, that, that was a great, uh, a great thing to see. He would just check in with me and say, tell me how it's going. Could you give me a little update? Yeah. And that's all. Yeah. And so maybe on your, in your weekly meetings or every so often you would just say, we're good. Well, we'll make sure we have something there. Exactly. And especially the first few that we were struggling to get some traction. Uh, I said, well, we're, we're coming along president, but we're going to get there. <laughs> so it took us a little bit, but then it, it started yeah. coming. Yeah. So, um, Lucy, maybe tell, if, if you were, went to a different stake who maybe want to do something similar and you were standing in front of their youth council, like what, what advice would you give at the beginning that maybe you wish you had at the beginning of this, this planning process? Um, I think just like, like everyone else has been saying, like ever, it was kind of awkward and nervous the first few meetings that we had talking about state conference, but just, um, sharing your opinion and telling everyone like, oh, this, this speaker's from my ward. They've done amazing talks before, like just putting their name out there, hmm. um, just so that you can share what they've shared with like the entire stake instead of just your ward. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm curious, so I mean, I'm thinking even in a typical state conference, you have a, a leadership meeting, you've got a, a Saturday night meeting, sometimes it's adult meeting or whatever, and then you have your general session, right? And so did you do a leadership meeting and was that for the youth or, or how did that work? We sure did. So I would say what the youth planned mostly was the adult session okay. and the general session. Gotcha. The leadership meeting, we we worked together as stake presidency and oversaw that. Um, but as far as the planning of the adult session, we asked them, what do you want us to talk to your parents about? Okay. And so that's where the focus was as far as uh, who's going to speak, 
what we're going to talk about, what topics and whatnot. Yeah. And did the, so in the adult session, did, uh, were the youth invited as well, or you just took what you want to talk to the parents about and you ran with it from there? Correct. Okay. Correct. So they, they helped plan speakers and musical numbers and everything. And then it was just the adults. Okay. Okay. And that's a, sometimes it's an hour to two hours. Did it end up to be about two hours or maybe you don't remember? I mean, it was a good, good hour and a half maybe or something. Okay. Gotcha. So, um, Let's just talk about like feeling, you know, you have the adult session and you have the general session. What did you notice from the, just working with the youth council? Like how did they begin to feel that time or what ideas came to the surface? Do you remember anything specific? Um, I just feel like as we brought up topics and as we brought up speakers, um, people were like more excited for state conference. Um, I feel like state conference is... Like usually for youth, it's more of an adult, like uh-huh. meetings and sessions and stuff. But just to have like us youth put an input for all of like the topics and the speakers and hearing from like people we want to hear from and mm-hmm. we love to hear from. I feel like that makes everyone like happier and more willing to focus more at yeah. state conference. Did you have any youth that actually spoke in one of these two meetings or? Um, I think we had two youth speakers in the general session, and I think that they did a really good job speaking. Cool. It was. <laughs> did nobody want to step forward and volunteer? Did you have to convince any of your peers to do that? Or? Um, there were just like people, like uh, friends that were on the council that they think their friends would do a really good job at doing it, and their talks have been good before. So they mm-hmm. kind of just like put them up for it because they knew that they would be happy to do it. Yeah. I'm curious, uh, Steve or uh, Ashley, if like what was you mentioned some of these topics, anxiety, mental health type of topics, and then the second coming. What I mean, was there a connection between the second coming and and some of these mental health, or was just these? And did you cover all these, or were these just initial ideas? Yeah, I think we covered most of them. It was interesting to kind of, I was actually super excited for state conference just to see how everything played out, you know, because they were kind of all over the place topics. But I think they flowed together really well. Um, and I, I do feel like we covered we covered all of them. I loved the, um, like I mentioned before, one of them um, suggested one of their young women's presidents to talk about like connecting with teenagers. And I thought her talk was really fantastic. Hmm. And I loved that the topics that they um, they shared, it, it, you could tell that, I don't know, sometimes you feel like youth just want to be disconnected from like, they don't think their parents are cool or, you know, it's not cool, certain church things. But you could tell like the root of what they were suggesting that they like desperately wanted to connect with their parents. You know, they wanted to know how to do that better. They wanted to learn about the second coming. You know, they wanted to to grow and like manage their anxiety, like all those things. It kind of broke my heart, but at the same time, it was like so refreshing because I was like, yes, this is what we can teach them. This is how we can help them. Um, and I do feel like the speakers, I don't know, everyone else can touch. I feel like they did fantastic. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would just uh, agree 100% with that. I think, um, you know, in hearing the the topics that they were interested to to learn about or to hear about was uh, was a little eye opening to me to hear the you know the mental health uh, side of things as an area that they w- wanted to focus on was was uh, took me by surprise a little bit. I mean, obviously we know that it's out there, but uh, didn't realize it was such an area of uh, potential interest or concern um, with all of our youth. Uh, but another thing that I thought was interesting and maybe present comment um, 
as you mentioned, we had the it was our FSY kickoff, and our uh, the speaker that we had um, was was excellent. And I don't know that we intended um, what he spoke about to fall in line exactly with that, but it, it seemed like it really ended up, um, you know, just kind of reinforcing that whole theme, um, you know, for the youth, for resiliency and uh, adversity, overcoming adversity and those types of things. So, uh, it, again, it just worked out, worked out really good. Yeah. Interesting. I'm curious, just in that process we, we touched on earlier about getting the youth to, to talk, you know, they've, they've been delegated this responsibility and now, you know, what, what's your ideas guys? And you're standing at the whiteboard ready to mark these down and, and it's silence. Any, anything you learn? I mean, cause this is a general concern that a lot of leaders, youth leaders deal with is, man, I want to let the youth lead, but they don't seem to be wanting to lead. Right. And so anything that you learned in this process that really helped the youth get engaged and share ideas and. Uh, maybe I make a comment on that. I, yeah. I'm, maybe a perfectionist generally in my life. And so, uh, I definitely am guilty of that, of, of it, it needs to be just so, um, but letting it not be exactly how you think it mm. should be. Um, and I think it ended up being better that way. Yeah. You know, the, the, I think again, with the spirit behind it and the, the strength of the youth, their ideas, um, it was better than anything yeah. I think we could have planned as adults. Yeah. That's great. Any other thoughts with, with that. Lucy, any thoughts as far as what you saw getting getting youth to, to speak up or if not, that's fine. But I will say, I think that when um, President first came in and asked us to do this, that he kind of, we were at the whiteboard. President Simster was up there doing all those <laughs> things. And the, one of the first things the kids said was, can we just do it later? And so we actually pushed it back for, to 11. And when President was like, yeah, we can. I think all of them were like, really? Like you care about us that much that like you're okay with us sleeping in an hour, you know, like. So and, they want to do the whole state conference later. Yeah, and we oh, did. We had it at 11 and nice. I, it was fine. I mean, I think it was great for everyone, but I think, I think president was so great in allowing them to have those suggestions, you know, and have their input and see it through. And like you said, take that step back. And maybe for me, I'm just like brother Chase. I was like, this might not be that great, <laughs> you know, some, not necessarily the state conference part, but some of the activities, like they wanted to have Chick-fil-A and I was like, we did that last time, but it's what they really, really wanted, you know? Uh-huh. And, uh, so they had Chick-fil-A like as a refreshment uh, and at lunch, this was during for our FSY. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. State conference, Chick-fil-A. That yeah, was also like, good. <laughs> these are bold <laughs> ideas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like we said, that was all the same weekend, but, um, so yeah, I really had to take a step back as well and just let them lead. And I for yeah. sure think it came by came across better than what we could have done, especially because of Lucy. She was fantastic. Yeah. I have to tell a funny story about the situation. So as they're coming up with these ideas and speakers, I failed to maybe teach some general principles that um, initially, and the kids started getting excited, thinking about who they wanted to speak, who would sing. And next thing you know, um, I get a call, Hey, we're, we're, we're going to be singing at your state conference. And so some of the kids were reaching out to people and say, Hey, would you sing? And, or would you speak? And so oh, we kind of had to rein things in. <laughs> so I, and, and, and I know as I invited, uh, one youth to speak, she said, Oh yeah, my friend already told me I'll be speaking. And so we, we, we got out of the order of things a little bit, which, uh, which was good, which was good because. Uh, my wife and I were talking about, it and she said, "Isn't that awesome that they were so excited? They wanted to get out and get after it." Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. Uh, anyways, some good lessons to learn. It yeah, was and, great. and in hindsight, I mean, it's it's good to mention that, but also, I, with my own personal experience, I really didn't know how a state 
conference came together until I was in a state presidency. And I'm like, oh, so who asks you? Like, oh, we have to approve it. You know, you, exactly. so for the youth to see that working, it, I mean, another 10, 15 years when they're on high councils or in state young women's presidencies, they'll have a better perspective of, of these simple processes that we sometimes take for granted. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think President Simister was really good in doing that because he actually sat them down and said, this is how it works. And he like told them about how to you know create an agenda, how to, um, you know, the formal way to do things. He even told them about how you, you know, call and approve someone to speak at an event. And it was just a really natural way for them to learn things because you're right. They will be there. Mm -hmm. I feel like it was yesterday when I was a youth and here I am. So, yeah. <laughs> So even though maybe some youth got out ahead of the invitations, uh, was that some the, all these invitations come from the state presidency? Then is that? Uh, yeah, when it when it was all said and done, we uh, approved all speakers <laughs> and the agenda, and we extended yeah. all the invitations. But yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, nice. And there was no attempt to maybe get David Archuleta to come sing or anything. Uh, <laughs> maybe he thought he was he's waiting for the call. I don't know. Maybe he didn't get the call. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, and then so at some point during this process. I imagine you brought the agenda into state presidency meeting and there that's when things were approved and assignments made to reach out to certain speakers. Uh, correct. Correct. And you know, what was awesome is when we said they could select the speakers, uh, you know, it's pretty rare that one would not be approved. And right. so, um, just recently, one of someone in a, in one of the wards said, one of the youth told the leaders said, you know, what was crazy about that is they really let us do it. They didn't just pretend they let us, they really let us yeah, pick the awesome. topics and the speakers. And so that was after the conference, somebody made that comment, which uh, I thought was fantastic. Yeah. That's encouraging. Were there any ideas that maybe made it to the state presidency desk that they were asked to maybe rethink or? Hmm. Can you think of one? I can't. I mean, nobody went they, rogue, they, they yeah. asked. They asked to change the time, and we said, "You bet." President Thompson instantly said, "You bet." We'll go at eleven. Uh, I don't think there were too many extreme requests. No, I think no, we was about as extreme as yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, I, I and my vote to put that in the handbook. Eleven o'clock state conference. <laughs> Let's do that. So, uh, that's awesome. So the day arrives, Lucy. What do you remember? I mean, you, you talk about this sort of this excitement. Were you a little bit more encouraged to go to state conference that day? Yeah. So I was like just a little bit more excited because I knew what the topics were going to be talked like people who was going to talk on each topic. And um, I knew and I like felt the spirit that I really needed to listen to certain talks or just like really engage with the talks instead of just like sitting there trying to distract myself like um like a different state conference or something. Um, and I feel like just having us plan it makes us want to listen more and want to learn more from mm -hmm. it because we know what's going to happen and we know who's going to speak on it and that they've done good in the past. So we just want to listen to what they have to say about that yeah. topic. And was there a, like, how did you communicate to the stake in general that this is, well, this was the approach with this state conference? Did you, weeks leading up, did you say, hey, this is going to be a special one? Or was it during the meeting? Or how did the stake know what was going on? Or did they? They they didn't know much. I don't think we said much to the stake yeah. as we as as we opened the conference Sunday night in the adult session. Saturday uh, that, night. Saturday, excuse uh -huh. me, Saturday night. Thank you. As we opened the session, we let them know what we did and... You know, it's interesting. It's one thing to say the youth planned it, but um, I felt the whole thing was done through inspiration. And I really felt um, 
the conference was led by the spirit in the fact that we had parents thinking about what are on the kids' minds. And all of a sudden there was something happening where our adults were thinking about our children, our youth, our youth were listening to uh the topics they wanted to hear about there was something that settled over our conference that that was really mm. wonderful and inspiring yeah it was more than just the youth saying i get to pick the speakers what i'm yeah. trying to say yeah exactly anything else as far as the date of that you noticed any of you noticed that would be worth mentioning i would just say i think the whole process of like having the youth lead i think just made them feel special and just feel like valued like their opinion matters yeah. I, I just don't know that they always feel, I don't think anyone ever intends that, but when you're a teenager, right. you're like, they probably don't really care about me that much, you know, what I want to hear or feel or, um, but I just feel like they felt so heard and they just, that was just a really awesome way for us to connect with them. And they did open up, like I said, so much um, when we, when they let their guard down. And, and then also as a parent, like listening to it, cause I have teenagers as well as, as a parent. And then also being in the room, it just, it hit different. Like it just all came full circle. And I just realized how amazing the youth are and how much they really do want to be good. They really do want to do good. And they really just, they're just trying so hard, you know, and they, they love their parents. They love church. It's just, they don't always express it that way. They don't always know the right way to say and do things. They're teenagers, but they are so important and so valued in our church. Yeah. And so. we, and uh, we, I think we fall into this trap just in general leadership is we want those we lead to know that we love them and that we value them. But typically what we do is we didn't just stand in front of a room and just say, Hey, we love you. We value you. Yeah. But they may just some, can sometimes feel like words. But when you say, no, we value you enough. We're going to actually turn the state conference over to you and, mm -hmm. and you're going to guide this, you know, under our direction or whatnot. But that mm -hmm. really instills a sense of value, you know, and love and uh, really shifts the dynamic. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Any other day of observations or that we haven't hit on that? sums it up i think so okay all right uh what about w with hindsight now you did it uh maybe you do it again i don't know and maybe you'll turn it over to the primary kids next i don't know see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but uh, with hindsight i mean anything else that you you learned that if you go back in time to that moment when president thompson walked in that you would encourage well and i don't know if president thompson wants to to say anything, but I think I think you had felt like it was a positive thing, and that it may be something in the future to consider again. So we're getting a nod, folks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like just this uh, this is model of delegation that we're witnessing right now. <laughs> right. He's like, no, he's just he's asked you for to to speak to this, and so that's good. So yeah, that's yeah. great. Um, anything we're missing in general? Any point in the preparation or? Anything else? Uh, you know, I I think, and this has been said, but maybe just to to mention again, it's it's harder to maybe do that to to work with our youth and whether it's this you know state conference example or other things it's obviously there's more effort uh to do it that way instead of just taking care of it yourself and this i mean i'm thinking about my home life as well with my own children but you know it is much easier just to take care of things yourself but um there's power when we do uh take that extra time spend the extra effort to to let our our youth lead or encourage them to lead show them how to lead um, because as you, you've all said, I mean, they're going to be, they will be our leaders here within the next 10, 15 years. Um, but, uh, but there's a, there's a spiritual, I think, force behind that too. If we can force ourselves as adults to maybe back up a little bit, step back and, and let them take over. Nice. Yeah. 
So obviously in church, we want to point individuals, especially youth towards Christ. And we hope that there's experiences that we have that do that, right? You know, we have our typical Sunday school lessons that we teach these principles, but just like, how did this experience and, and, and don't maybe try and speak for the youth council in general. It doesn't have to be just Lucy's experience, but how do you feel like this changed you as a, as a disciple of Jesus Christ? Um, I think that it made me come closer to Jesus Christ because um, like we had to speak to him, like we had to say like prayers and just ask him what all the youth need to know. And so for me, I was able to communicate better with him because I wanted to know what everyone else wanted to hear. And like, not just me, I just wanted to help all the different youth. And I feel like uh, me being able to talk to him about it, I like learned so much and I became closer to him because I was like constantly asking him and just like reassuring that what I want to hear is what all the youth want to hear. And that concludes this How I Lead interview. I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, I would ask you, could you take a minute and drop this link in an email, on social media, in a text, wherever it makes the most sense, and share it with somebody who could relate to this this experience. And this is how we, how we develop as leaders, just hearing what the other guy's doing, trying some things out, testing, adjusting for your area. And uh, that's... That's where great leadership's discovered, right? So we would love to have you uh, share this with uh, somebody in this calling or a related calling, and that would be great. And also, if you know somebody, uh, any type of leader, who would be a fantastic guest on the How I Lead segment, uh, reach out to us. Go to leadingsaints.org slash contact. Maybe send this individual an email letting them know that you're going to be suggesting their name for this interview. We'll reach out to them and uh, see if we can line them up. So again, go to leadingsaints.org slash contact, and there you can submit all the information and let us know. And maybe they will be on a future How I Lead segment on the Leading Saints podcast. And remember, go to leadingsaints.org slash 14 to access our full Young Saints virtual library. It came as a result of the position of leadership which was imposed upon us by the God of heaven who brought forth a restoration of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And when the declaration was made concerning the only true and living church upon the face of the earth, we were immediately put in a position of loneliness. The loneliness of leadership from which we cannot shrink nor run away and to which we must face up with boldness and courage and ability.